Today, I want to talk to you on this great day on the topic, the midnight thief. The midnight thief. I want to talk about the midnight thief. Why would I choose a topic like that? It's because if we do not recognize that there is a thief that is moving around in families and societies and communities and nations with a goal to destroy children or to destroy families and to cut the root of families and inconvenience families and Every inconvenience that comes into a family, it ends up into the hands or at the feet of the father or the man of the house. And therefore, I want to talk about the midnight thief from Matthew chapter 24, verse 43, where I got this message. And later on, we are going to go to Matthew chapter 13, verses 24 to 27. And I believe the Lord will hear, you will hear the Lord speaking to you and speaking to me because I'm a father in a language that I can understand. Let's go to Matthew chapter number 24 and verses 43 and I read. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. I repeat, but know this, each one of you needs to know. Each one of us ought to understand this fact. We are called to the position or the point of knowing that we should all understand that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, mm-hmm, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. This is a very key text of scripture, and that is where I got the topic, the midnight thief. The Bible says in John chapter 10 and verse 10 that the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. A thief, there's no thief who will ever come to bless you or bring you money. They will take the money that you got. No thief will come to be a blessing to your family. They will always leave a trail of devastation. Whether they steal your electronics or they steal your clothing or they steal your car or they steal whatever they steal, you wake up to the reality of what happened while you were asleep. The Bible says if the owner of the house would have known what the hour the thief would come, he would have known the hour the thief would come. Then he would have watched. It is the element of watching that I want to deal with. And he says, and would not have allowed his house to be broken into. This scripture brings us to the understanding that the, the responsibility to watch, to monitor, to follow up, is placed on the shoulders of the head of the family. And the head of the family is the man, and I'm not ignorant that we have families that are headed by single parents. There are single mothers that, uh, that head families, and they do very well, and I celebrate them too. But today, I want us just to stay in the context of the scripture and, I, and realize that, that if the 
if the man of the house, if the father of the house, if the husband of the house had known the hour the thief would come, then he would have done something. The Bible puts it clearly, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. This father would have discerned, this father would have discerned, this man, this head of the house, if he had discerned that there is a robber or there is a thief or an enemy that is planning to come to attack his family, then the Bible says when the other, when the children fall asleep, when mama goes to sleep, he would have chosen to stay awake. He would not have gone to bed early. He would not have chosen just to crawl up on his bed or he would not have chosen just to get to keep himself busy knowing that if he had discerned that there was a thief that was coming to attack his house. If this man would have sensed I want to talk about discernment. There's an element of discernment in the life of every father. Fathers are supposed to be discerning. They are supposed to discern things from a distance. Fathers are supposed to have sensors. They are supposed to sense. If the owner of this family would have sensed that a thief would come, he would have stayed awake. He would not have gone to bed. Fathers, every man of the house, every father is supposed to possess some serious sensory, you know, you know, antennas. He should have antennas that sense what is happening to his family, what is happening to his children, what is happening to his growing up sons, his sons or daughters. He's supposed to have antennas that pick that sense from a distance. If this father, if the owner of the Bible says, if this man would have gotten, he would have, uh, he would have gotten some wind. If he had some prion orange that a thief was going to come, he would have stayed awake. If this thief had gotten or received some intelligence, if this father, if this man of the house had some intelligence that a thief was going to attack his home, then the Bible says he would have stayed awake. We will later on deal with, the, uh, with, with what it means to stay awake, to be on the alert. We'll talk about that if time permits. If this man of the house, if this father, if this father, if this head of the household, who is the father or who is the dad or who is the husband of this house, of this family, in the family, if he had gotten some word of in, or some intelligence that there is a danger that is looming, that is coming his way, the Bible says he would not have been caught unawares. If he had seen, he had gotten a word of knowledge, let me spiritualize it a little bit, he had got a prophetic word or a word of knowledge that in, while in prayer, if he had received an unction, he had received some spiritual information or word of knowledge concerning a thief or a breakage into his home. The Bible says he would not just sit and watch television. He would not just sit and read newspapers. He would not just sit and, uh, and just enjoy movies. He would not just sit. He would have taken measures. He would have done something about it so that he reduces the negative impact of this attack in his family. But it is not so in so many lives. If this 
father or if there's head of this household it sends some change of behavior or behavior or change or change of behavior in his son's life or in his daughter's life he would not have just assumed it is it is it is the media it is the school it is the kind of movies they are watching it is kind of the friends they are hanging around around with or the association if the father would have been there enough I want to say this, if the father, according to Matthew chapter 24 and verses 43, if he was there having knowledge, understanding, if he would have discerned the change of behavior, the change of attitude, or the language of their sons or daughters, that it is no longer the same. This is not, my son is talking differently. My daughter is talking differently. My son is spending too much time in his bedroom. My daughter is not comfortable to sit with us in the living room. If they would have changed, if they were taken note and discerned that there's something, there's a change of behavior, the Bible says they would not have allowed, they would not have allowed their son to deep, uh, I mean to get into a, you know, to get into the wrong company or, you know, deep, you know, or get morally ruined or their daughter pregnant or gotten pregnant or she gets into drugs or things like that. I am not trying to say that every child that have made wrong choices or wrong decisions is the responsibility of the father. But the Bible says if the owner of the house and the owner of that house and the owner of the household owners of households are dads and their fathers and on this father's day I want to direct on the father and I want to make this clear that what I'm going to share today may be hard to some, maybe a blessing to others, but it is not a referendum against men. It's not a referendum against men. It is the word of the Lord that must be spoken. The Bible brings us to this understanding in this verse 43 and says that there is there is a sense of preparedness that you take that a father or a responsibility that at the head of the household, you know, as the watchman of the house, as as um as the man who, who is leading, as the vision bearer of the family, as the head of the family, as the husband to the wife or to the mother of the children, as, as the father to the sons and daughters, the Bible says that there is a watching role, there is a role that he should play and that is a monitoring role. Unfortunately, because of our work ethics, because of our work ethics, a lot of fathers don't get that privilege to monitor the growing up of their children, the, the growing up of their sons. They don't get that quality time. We wake up very early to go to work when the children probably are still asleep. Or our children wake up so early and jump into the school bus and they go to school. Or they are in boarding schools far away from home. And mommy and daddy wake up in the morning and go to work because we have to put food on the table. We have to take these children through school and therefore men have chosen because of some, some of us men, because of the way we work, because of our work ethics and we have to work. If we are children are going to go to, if we are going to put our children through school, men have to go to work. Men have to work. I'm not against work. I work so hard. Sometimes I consider myself a workaholic. But the Bible says as much as we work, 
as much as we work so hard to put these children to school, as much as we are supposed to work so hard so that we can put food on the table for these children, it was not God's intent that the thief would come and raid our children and raid our families and raid our homes. And we only wake up like David in the city of Ziglag and come and find our houses burned down. David was out there. David was out there conquering with his man, with his, with his army. They were conquering the Amalekites. They were conquering, you know, the Palestinians. They were conquering all the enemies of Israel. But they didn't know that the enemy had found a back route. He had found a back route and he came from the back. While they were busy celebrating conquering cities, the enemy had come from behind them and come to their city, the city of Ziglag, and burned it to ashes and took away their, it took away their wives and their children. And all the property that was takeable was taken away. I want to say this, as because of work ethics, because of the way we have worked today, we, have, we are driven by society. The demands on our lives are so high. Sometimes men, and I, am, I lead the pack, men are not that much available. They are not there to discern. They are not there to sense. They are, we don't have that much time to discern what is going on in the lives of our children. We don't, uh, we we are not that much available to sense or even, you know, get wind. We don't even spend that much time. We are either on the road driving to work or we are seated in our wonderful offices with all the fowls or heaps of fowls that need your attention or the, the demands of your work or business or even ministry like us. There's no difference between the demands of any other office and ministry's office or minister's office. We all go through the same thing. It is still work. And sometimes we have given more time or more attention to what we work, to our work, to our businesses, to our jobs, to our projects, to our study, to a level where we are caught by the thief. The raiders of innocence, the enemies of our children's innocence creeping when we are not aware. We, they creep in and we don't see when they come because on a light note, and I repeat on a light note, we are too busy building the economy of our nation or the economy of our family or pursuing our dreams and everybody must pursue their God-ordained destiny, which is your dream or your vision. I am an advocate of everybody. That's why Destiny Ministries, their, mo their, their, their motto is that leading cities and nations, their mission is to lead cities and nations to their destiny in Christ Jesus. Men have to pursue their calling. Men must pursue their God-ordained destinies. If that destiny is business, you pursue it with zeal. If that is study, you pursue it with zeal. If that is farming, you pursue it with zeal. If that is business, you know, general, you know, marketplace, you pursue it. But in the pursuit of our dreams or visions or destinies or callings in life, we have forgotten to allocate time to an endangered species that bear our DNA.